Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I am your host, Tony Ann, and with me today, I've got Michael, Nick, Dylan, and Ariet. Say hello, everybody. Hi. Hey, y'all. Hi. Also known as my nigga, Quarterman. Go away. Sir. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Touch that. I'll go leave that over there and just start the news segment. It's my right. show. Tony hosts it for me. <laughs> it's your show, but you're not even watching the show, so... Because you host it for me. <laughs> you can still watch it, participate. You're just choosing not Keep to. Keep going. I'm trying to. <laughs> anyway, we are going to jump into our news segment. And first thing on the list is Jada Hunter premieres July 19th. And she is going to be a new cop at the Salem PD. Now, we announced her casting in our news segment last week. But now we have an air date. Are we excited to see her? Uh-huh. Um, it's yeah, like I'm looking it's 50-50 yeah, yeah more black people but damn more black people <laughs> it's, it's it's given we're replacing one with the other yeah and it makes me mm, uncomfortable yeah. I want to be excited but it's just it's rubbing me the wrong way and I'm, the way Ron said it it's it's yeah. giving very yeah. much where Lonnie's gone but hey here's another and I'm also nervous because knowing that two days after she, or three days after she premieres, Orpheus's plan goes into place. I don't want to connect the dots, but please don't make her on Orpheus's payroll. That's all I'm saying. Because she starts on the 19th and then on the 22nd, Orpheus's plan goes into place and a bunch of villains are going to descend upon Salem. I mean, we doing a jailbreaker. I, mean, I wouldn't yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but Ron did I not did, write the first that. one. I guess y'all missed that spoiler. Oh, I saw that spoiler about. Like, are you talking about the villains descending to Salem? Yeah, because like it sounded like the gap. I just don't want her to. I want her to. I mean, not that the Salem cops are any good, but I want her to be a good cop if she's going to be a cop. You know, I don't. I don't want her to come in because coming in as a bat like as a dirty cop so to speak would limit her i would love for her to come in in as a vixen but i i don't think ron would write it well i mean like my instincts right now just because of the way story is going and where she's being positioned i feel like she's going to be tested sean yeah basically lonnie 2.0 yeah because she was Tested with oh, God, let's not bring that part up. It's giving very. Like, I want to give her a chance because I like looking through the actress's Instagram. She is a delight. I love she her. Is, she's yeah. so cool. And it's I, not her. It's, it's, it's definitely not way not her. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's I'm excited. Definitely not her. So like I don't want to set her up for failure. Yeah. I want to I want to be supportive and I want to be welcoming and I I want to give her a chance. I just but the way that they've positioned this is not the greatest. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, I wish her the best though. I don't like. Yeah, I'm I'm curious and cautiously optimistic, but a little nervous. Um, in other news, uh, Allison Sweeney wraps as Sammy on July 15th, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> Was yeah. pointless. All of that. Who said was pointless. what? Girl, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm like, who's, who's yelling? I'm gonna turn this shit off again. You already did, sir. You can't. You gotta put it on. I'm gonna turn it on just to turn it back off. That's fucking rid
you already did that too i mean like clearly this was just so that they could wrap up the kidnapping angle hallelujah i uh, I don't uh, i mean okay like listen at this point we all know that ali dips in and dips out so like none of us were expecting her to stay for a long time but this this is fast yeah i wasn't wasn't expecting her it's like they moved the story they moved the story (laughs) no go ahead Ari. i'm sorry i was gonna say they moved the story at snail's pace because ali was in and out and it's not on her, of course, but they move the story at this at a snail's pace, and then phew, it wraps up really. Give quick. some basura. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> that my issue is Sammy doesn't need to be driving story this way anyway. Exactly. Her kids should be the ones acting crazy, not her. She should be coming home to cuss them out and then go back to Hallmark. We don't go need to- her. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need her. And Lucas doing this kind of stuff. This is unnecessary. It's not 1995. Grandmother. <laughs> like, now go back to home. I'm, si- I'm sorry. But I'm saying if we if we can't, I understand Sammy is Sammy, but if we can't have her on screen long term, stop this. Because well, my I don't, thing like, is, even with that, like I so, wouldn't mind it if it were a longer arc. Like if yeah. you were gonna yeah. have her for a substantial amount of time. She needed to okay, be cool. on for at least two months See, if we're gonna do this. Like like I wouldn't even say two. Truth, a month would have sufficed. The truth because we out, know you know we have limited time with her. The truth coming out now and just Sammy bouncing and just leaving town, it's just it's kind of frustrating because she's not there for the aftermath. So it leaves us thinking, what was the point? And is your watching and <laughs> but at least I think the whole thing, honestly, the point is to pivot from the suspect of Clyde as Abigail's main murder suspect into Lucas. The secret needs to come out in order for Lucas to be the next one focused on. That's I guess, the entire that reason is, this yeah. is happening. But still, like I would have liked to see Sammy or we don't know how much, like, how she's going to react or anything. But I would still have liked to see the aftermath. But she's leaving. Yeah, it doesn't give us much time for, like, fallout and reactions and things like that. And I, I feel like sometimes they forget that is a part of story. Like, yeah, it's they not do. Just, <laughs> it's not just the shocking reveal. It's how everyone the deals. fallout after. After. Yeah. Yeah, how it affects the characters after. But since she's not there, and no, it's not only when the fucking devil is in town. And I'm curious, like, how long is the like EJ and Bell just recently slept together? How long is it gonna take for Sammy to find out about that? Sammy and everyone else. Uh, not long, know. unless she's I, not gonna be there to react for. I mean. Yeah, I feel like that's going to come out after she leaves because I don't see how they pack in and at this like point, a satisfying, you know. Yeah, and at this point, I honestly think, because Dan basically said it in, a, in either an interview or something, he basically said that with Allie being short term, it makes it very hard to do EJ and Sammy. So I'm wondering if even after the truth about Lucas comes out, like this may still close the door on EJ and Sammy because when push comes to shove, she didn't believe her. Yeah, I mean clearly because if she's not going to be there, 
So this kind of has to close the door on EJ and Sammy. So I don't think we're going to get the EJ and Belle payoff that we're expecting in that way. But we might get a baby. True, but Sammy's not needed for that. Burn all this shit to the ground. I do <laughs> not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, I'm just here for the drama, but I not even good drama. I mean, yeah, I, the drama. I, you know, I like some mess just for the mess. Like, I'm just gonna be here for like the wedding reveal if it's good. But uh, the uh, just like Shell, they've kind of taken out taken out my enjoyments of like Lumi because I have not like the proposal and all of that. Well, yeah, and the writing for Lucas during all of this has been it's been really annoying. My thing is is you clearly don't want to write for Lucas alone. You can't write for Sammy right now because she's not here. Write them both off into the sunset and go. And they had the setup to do it last year and then pivoted to this mess. And I'm just like, why? Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, we can move on to our um, last news item and save the rest of this discussion for next week's podcast, because I'm sure it's all going to come up again once the reveal hits the fan. And last but not least, Heather Lindell has wrapped her latest stint as Jan. So everything that happened this week, which we will discuss during our headlines, was basically it for the moment for Jan. Something else that was pointless. yeah like i love heather i think she's marvelous she's really good I'm, this is dumb this is I'm dumb really... <laughs> this is dumb yeah like i i need a, 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 a i need a nice break from jam I and, I, and I know we, i know we should be relieved that the baby's not sean's I am. but at the same time it's like okay yeah it's not sean's but what was the fucking point of this you raped Sean and then made us go through all of this. The baby's yes, not Jan was a little floozy. This is stupid. I feel like the point of this was to push um, EJ and Bell. EJ and yeah, Bell. yeah. This had nothing but to do with you could have did this anyway. We yes. need Bell not to lose me. Yeah, yeah. Like, Bell has draws for less. Like, <laughs> right. We didn't. We didn't even need the baby, honestly, because we could have done all of that and done everything with Jan a completely different way. Like if they had actually acknowledged that Sean was raped and because, exactly, and because she, you know, because Bell, because it was, you know, he was with Bell in bed and he thought it was Bell, he could have post-traumatic stress or, or get triggered when he looks at Bell, therefore distancing himself for her but not from her but not being able to articulate why and then you have her getting closer to ej at the same time which is also bringing up insecurities but then if it had finally if everything had come out before jan had come on the scene and not after and we had actually gotten to see the beats played out this would have been so much better look at you putting logic into these stories i think the problem with 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 all of that is that that requires actually caring about Sean. Yep. And clearly they do not. We're caring about the fact that you just raped a character at random. Well, we, uh, we, we know how Ron feels about, about rape. Just wish he would stop mm-hmm. doing it if he isn't going to do it well. I wish we would stop getting paid. Fire him! Thank you. Sensitive... You know what? I'm not currently. I'm not gonna curse here. So <laughs> why not? Everybody, we all. We all 
<laughs> we are rated explicit for a reason. It's not just Ron. Um, at this point, I feel like there are some people in the fandom that really need to have a come to Jesus moment. Yes. And be honest about the fact that they only care about consent issues when it comes to female characters because they it's it's I just find it funny when (laughs) whenever it's a guy all of the sudden we're back flipping like Simone Biles to justify and minimize Mm -hmm. and talk around and downplay because if this had happened to Belle the reactions and the conversations would be very, very different. I'm just seeing tweets after another about like how people or just how people are dragging Sean and making up excuses for Belle and just finding reasons. Okay, fine, ship Ejel, but it's just a lot of weird takes. And it feels like Sean isn't getting... He's not getting sympathy from like on screen or from fans. And, and what really annoys me, and it's I'm, it's going to go into my shade later in the show, is the editing. Because like last week, Sean and Brady had an entire conversation, which would have been a great chance to get some good point of view. And it was cut to smithereens. Yeah. So we didn't even get a chance to see it. But we'll discuss all of this more when we get to that portion of uh, the headlines segment, which we can move into now and all right see- y'all that's my cute tap on out. <laughs> um final thoughts my read of the week goes to uh, the five minutes i saw <laughs> my read of the week goes to jennifer rose and i'm not gonna drag you hard because of who's playing you right now but girl you need your ass beat for putting that bitch on the obituary <laughs> Talking about Jack's feelings. Jack and walked out on you three damn times. Fuck his feelings. <laughs> and that he is walked, my read of the week. He walked out once. He was presumed dead and kidnapped to the other Lies, because Jennifer told his ass to sit down before he went on that walkabout. And what the hell did he do? He didn't sit down, so he walked out on me. Y'all be letting Jack bitch ass slide because y'all feel sorry for... I don't care about white males here. <laughs> and that is my read of the week. Y'all have fun though. Watch GH and Bold. Why? Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. So, our first headline The town prepares for Abby's funeral. After the funeral, Rafe sees Nancy with Abby's bracelet and he arrests Clyde. Chad confronts Clyde, and when EJ hears of Clyde's arrest, he tells Chad about Clyde's connection to his shooting. All right, so the first part of this, how did we feel about Monday's episode being centered on Abby's funeral, but not actually seeing Abby's funeral? Um, We're poor. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... That's the only explanation. We're poor. I I don't think you need to have a big budget to do a small funeral. Yes, but when you're as connected to the show as Abby is, you cannot do a small funeral. Yeah, Because then it's going to be about who's missing. I don't need to see eight to five people at a funeral. I just need to see six people. Yes, but if you don't see... Jack, Jennifer, 
Charlotte and Thomas. That would have been and, enough for me for personally. You, for, for you. you yeah. But for, me. for the fandom at large, had we only seen a little bit of the funeral with those six people that you mentioned, everybody else who wasn't there, that's what would have been bitched about instead of not seeing the funeral yeah. at all. What I think they could have done, because you know how we saw people getting ready for the funeral? I think we'd have, we could have saw more people getting prepared for the funeral. And then we could we could have had a funeral scene after the funeral with the very specific amount of people in the church with Abigail's body. And we didn't need to see everybody else in there. Could have been like in the aftermath, the family's just in the church doing whatever they're doing. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, there were ways to imply a bigger. Yeah. Yeah, that would have worked. Like just a casket in church with just a few people. Yeah, you could have had one of them. I'm I'm glad so-and-so could make it. Stuff like that. But um, I... I enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed seeing people get ready. I really, really liked um, Jennifer and JJ's scenes. Yes, um, they were so good. They were, and for me, I'm gonna be real. I haven't been a big fan of Katie this stint because she's not bad. It's just, it just a lot of things just feel out of place. But that <laughs> scene with JJ, I'm like, oh, she, now she feels like his mom. I could tell like they really connected in those scenes. So I enjoyed that. Um, Chat. I prefer Billy Finn. Billy Flynn angry. <laughs> that I really enjoyed the confrontation in the um, police station. That was so yeah. good. I well, first of all, I was not expecting EJ to just straight up say it. So when he did, my mouth hit the floor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chat went off. <laughs> You didn't think I needed to know this. (laughs) He did, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" And it was justified completely, completely. If you were were that scared that Clyde was going to hurt your family, you have a brother, a sister-in-law who has who have little children. Like your kids are older. Sydney's not here, but Johnny's older. He doesn't. He can probably fend for himself if something happened. Charlotte and Thomas are what? Four and four and two, like they're very young. Seven and five, uh, just based on Sora, I think. Okay. I mean, like he should have, he should have warned Chad. Like, hey, Clyde's up to some shit. I'm in over my head. Just make sure you have security around your family at all times. And he still didn't tell the full truth. No, he's not. And but I'm I'm glad Chad called him out on that because Chad was like, I know you well enough to know you don't just hang out with Clyde all willy-nilly. He has something on you because you're up to your neck and something dirty, and you don't want anyone to find out. And I just see this is why, once again, going back to last year's dishes, smartest character, Tony Demera. Who is not <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Chad. <laughs> You see who is not <laughs> in the line of fire, who is not part of all of these shenanigans, and why? Because he don't be here. Because he already oh. knows. <laughs> and I, I, also, too, I want to backtrack a little and say I really enjoyed the Sunny, Will, and Chad scene on that Monday episode. When, that he opened, nice. when he opened the door and just kind of fell into started their arms crying. and started crying, I started crying, too. Yeah, that t- made me tear up because they're like his brothers. 
even though he yeah. has brothers, they're all older than him. He grew up with Sonny and Will. EJ and, even said it to, I think he said it to Marlena. Yeah, he said Sonny and um, Will have been more brothers to him than I, I ever have been. Or he might have said it to Bell before he went to the police station. Yeah, but he, yeah, he said it to someone. But those three being on screen again made it, it gave me flashbacks to 2011. It was weird. Even though it was a recast yeah. Sonny, it still felt right. And technically a recast Chad because Billy wasn't there for that. That was Casey. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Because Billy didn't come on the scene until 2014. Yeah. And I, JJ dragging Gwen was a whole mood. We didn't discuss that particularly, but oh, finally I love someone that. Finally, someone I was so happy. It. Someone, I'm happy somebody finally has that fuck her energy for Gwen because no I, one's had it. Yeah, I hate that he kind of like walked back on that because I, I walked think he, back on what he said. He walked back on the timing of when he said it. He never took back yeah. what he said, and that to me was okay. Because he, he he realized it was the wrong time and that he took his anger out on the wrong person, but he never took back any of what he said. He didn't need to unload on Jack because Jack is also grieving too. But he he was right in everything he said. Gwen spent the last what two or three years trying to destroy Abigail's life. No one really cares what she feels right now. Right. And I love that Jack said you're entitled to feel however you want to about Gwen. That's a step up for him. Yeah, I want. I need to see a JJ Gwen confrontation, but I don't think we're gonna get that. I I really need that. I don't know if we're gonna get it, but God, do I need it? Because we do have more JJ because he was spoiled for something. I think either next week or the week after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. I would, a- I would love to see him cuss Gwen out. <laughs> like I want to see him get dragged out the prison, like <laughs> just <laughs> because he's going off on Gwen. Like, it's just nice to see someone reacting to her in a reasonable way. Yeah. Yeah. And even if he felt unreasonable in the moment, it was it was completely understandable why he went off the way he did. I was I was cheering JJ on. You know, I don't you know, I don't do that often. (laughs) (laughs) I hate him, but he, he was right. Like, he was so right. And it was amazing to watch because. Casey Moss put his foot in it. He did. And good job yeah. to Casey because he's been gone for Years. a while now. And he was able to come in, step immediately back into those shoes, and really just kind of sink his teeth into some really good material. Casey is a decent actor. He's usually good at like moments, heavy moments like these. So I, I was enjoying JJ. Every, everything else, debatable. And now let's let's kind of pivot this over to the Clyde half of it. Um, so clearly Clyde did not kill Abigail. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? You are all on team Clyde is the killer. Fuck this. No, uh, the, I don't the look- care. He still needs to go. That's still a parole violation. Bye, yeah. bitch. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it sends his ass up the river. I'm tired. Send him to Sing Sing. Yeah, but, <laughs> he, but even, even if he goes back to jail, he's just going to be right back out during the, the prison outbreak in two weeks. So he might as well stay out and wait until after all that's done and then go back. Send the flood. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because the look of horror on his face when he realized that that bracelet was Abigail's told me that. He had no idea. 
And he would have. He didn't know it was Abigail's, but he knew it was hot. That that's <laughs> the <laughs> he knew it was stolen, which is which makes him stupid. Yeah. Like you just got out on parole. Why would you? It's still a parole violation. Bye. Deuces. Yeah. Go to jail. Do not I mean, pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Go straight to jail. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm ready for Clyde Weston to get off my screen, but I know that that's not happening quite yet. We still got a little bit more time with him. Unfortunately, wow, he ain't got nobody here no more. Bye, bye, okay. bye. I prefer in a body bag, but if he goes back to jail, we don't have to bye. talk about him again. Fine. Uh, you know, no shade to James Reed. He's fabulous, but Clyde I love him this. and have some strength, no. but Clyde is not it. He ain't even the issue because I, wow, for me, I enjoyed his scenes with Ben in the interrogation room this week. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is out of context. I could deal with them in context. Get off my screen. Like, yeah, like I, I have listened again. I like. As I remind people, I'm old. So, like, <laughs> I've been rocking with him since he was murky on Remington Steel. So, like, <laughs> like I enjoy him. It's just the Clyde of it all. I can't. I can't yeah. yeah. Clyde's never been a character I could attach to. I wasn't expecting him to be the one that got arrested. Like, when I was live tweeting, um, I think it was Tuesday, when I was live tweeting the episode, I literally thought that he knew who Leah was by name and knew that Leah was the one he got the jewelry from and that he was going to name Leo and Leo was going to be the first arrest. But that yeah, didn't happen. I thought it was either Leo or Lucas. I didn't expect Clyde to be the one actually yeah. arrested. I thought Clyde was going to be the one pulling the strings. Because once, once, once the bracelet, once he gave Nancy the bracelet last week, I was like, okay, so either Clyde's going to be arrested or Leo is. But then I saw that spoiler picture, which ended up being a flashback of them exchanging the money. And I just assumed that Clyde and Clyde was going to help Rafe arrest Leo by setting a trap. That's what I had thought was going to happen. And then it didn't. Yeah. Okay. This are we all agreed that this prop means it's probably Sarah? Yeah, at this point, because they're they're pivoting into Lucas now or next week once the truth comes out. So yeah, it's looking more and more like it's going to be Sarah, unless we're going to pivot somewhere left at the last minute. Just let it be Sarah. I, I, <laughs> like at, at least I can tolerate seeing Lindsay Godfrey on I mean, screen. She can act, and that's a that's something. There's fallout there. If it's somebody else, why? I don't know who I want it to be anymore, but it it kind of does look like Sarah because she's been attacking people with <laughs> knives. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she yeah, kind of looks bad. Yeah, a knife is her choice, like her um, choice of weapon. So do do we want? Did we ever discuss the fact that she just carries a knife with her, or does she take the knife off the table when she uh, um, attacked Chanel? I think she took uh, it off, off a table. Because I would sure. find it very weird that the person who's hallucinating homicidal maniacs would think he also <laughs> carrying a knife. I just... But because she's hallucinating, she's very yeah. paranoid. She probably would carry a knife. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was going to say. She keeps seeing Kristen everywhere. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it for this first um, headline. Does anybody else have anything to add? No. Before we move on to the next bit of mess here. All 
All right, let's let's break this down. Orpheus and Evan put pressure on Jan. Orpheus wants the Salem PD mainframe password so he can go free. Once Jan delivers, Evan demands to see his son. Jan kidnaps him from the hospital, but decides to attempt an escape on Ben and Sierra's boat. She lures Sean to the docks and knocks him out. Belle follows and knocks Jan into the water. Sean is hoping with Jan gone, they can move forward, but Belle is unsure. Um, Orpheus was funny. Because he called Evan dumb. <laughs> he was like, why would she escape custody with a baby and show up at a prison? <laughs> the prison, she, the prison so she's supposed over. to be in. <laughs> yeah. But I enjoyed those scenes because it was that, hilarious. That boy cannot be the fruit of Orpheus. He <laughs> cannot be. No, Maybe he takes after stupid. his mama. <laughs> He's too stupid. I, I I really enjoyed the phone call between Orpheus and Jack. That's hilarious. <laughs> when he's like, is is the emoticon is the emoji winking? I <laughs> fell on the floor. I love that. When Jan was smart until she decided, hey, Sean, come find me. Like, girl, right. he, he thinks you have his son. You could have left and he would have went looking for you. Like he would he would have came looking for you. Then you could have trapped him. But for to wait for him to get there was stupid. You had your out. You should have left. Must have been something in those chili burgers. (laughs) What? She's been eating a lot of them. I know. Just this was all like random and really fast because I knew that everything had to be going going to hell on Thursday because with Ben and Sierra leaving Friday, there was no way that her plan actually worked. I didn't didn't necessarily expect her to disappear into the water, though if that is how we're going to disappear her, at least it's not another coma. I like that. I have to be honest. I'm okay with that. I really loved those scenes. That was the first shell scene. I was like, oh, this is my ship. And then I remember like the day after I was like okay but like and even from the minute he left her that voicemail yeah that like that voicemail like he knew he was heading to meet Jan he knew he could possibly not survive it and his last instinct was to leave Bella message and her first instinct when she heard it was to go looking for him but it's also annoying because she's barely cared about him up until like this point for yeah, like but, for like three seconds it felt like shell was the story yeah <laughs> but i liked how jan ended up in the water and it's like oh, bell kicked her ass yes i like that it's a presumed that I, I i don't think they think she's dead per se but it's hey, i didn't like sean jumping in to find yeah. her but like, also, just, I, I get it because yeah i got my mom my mom was not thrilled with that either but i'm like listen he wants to make sure that he finds her and locks her ass back up and he never has to worry about this shit again and also like no, yeah i got that part yeah also because bell was the one who pushed like pushed her in basically so if if he can find Jan Bell isn't charged with anything or something like that. Right, that- which she wasn't going to be anyway because this was very clearly a justified reaction. True, but you never know. So I got why he jumped in, but I like that they didn't find her. I-, I don't know if you guys saw the clip, but Jan and like the Salem Pier do not mix. I completely forgot about the Jan Beamy thing until you posted it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Jen, the next time, do not go to go to the Salem Pier. No. Which I love that new Salem Pier set, by the way. I hope we keep that. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. It's I, <laughs> I did not like I did not like the Salem Pier set we had in the late, like in the Ooh. 2010s. Yeah. I, what, I hated that pier. Hated it with a big purple passion. This show kind of looks cheap now, but that pier looked so small. So I like. I actually like this one. I miss the stairs though. Yeah, yeah. It was also reminding me of um, Dylan. You might remember this. Do you remember that set that like Frankie and Jennifer used to hang out in, and like Bo and Hope used to hang out out in when they like first started? And it was like the, this little like boathouse set that looked like the. Oh, doc- okay. Yeah, yeah. This set was giving me that vibe, and I really like that. I feel like, yeah, this I like this pier better, yeah, than what we've had recent, more recent. I guess I can't say recently, but like more recently. And yeah. it's weird because I remember the pier being such a big part of it like, was in so the eighties and nineties, early two yeah. thousand. It was huge, yeah. but like in like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, it shifted and got ugly and fake looking and very small the last time i remember a pier on the show was during the next high killer storyline oh yeah when ben when ben threw the ties into the water yeah that pier set i think i liked but i'm talking about the one where like ej beat the crap out of brainy and the set that was um, a pier yeah, that was the that, <laughs> I that, that was a pier. Yeah, that was the pier. Yeah, it didn't look that. I remember him beating his ass clearly, but that like never looked pe- like a pier to me. And now you see the genesis of our company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, there wasn't no pier. I thought that was where I no, thought that, that was where the um town square was. <laughs> no, that was because of the stairs. Oh wow, that was a pier. Because I remember Chaz's mom. Having a, a brain aneurysm, dying there. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't realize and Tony it was bit there water. too. Yeah, Tony died there. Chloe attempted suicide there. Do you remember I that? Think I remember. Yeah, that. when she jumped up. Yeah, yeah. and Philip uh, rescued her. Sunny's very first scenes were there. Whose scenes? Sunny. Uh, Sunny. Freddie Smith's very first scenes were on that pier. I thought his scenes were at the beach. I'm lost. That, no, it was at the pier. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that was like pier a salem pier lights and it was really ugly this one is actually an upgrade i hope it sticks but we're we're poor so i don't know it never gave pier at all (laughs) which is why we hated it so much but i i want i want to circle us back and kind of discuss one more aspect of it before we move into our um last headline and that is how do we feel about Belle saying that she doesn't know if she can raise Jan's child understandable that part didn't yeah. bother me I just wish she I just will wish it felt like she gave a damn about her husband more yeah 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 I mean I like that does uh I have I feel like more than one thing can be true at once with that exactly exactly because like I understand it but at the same time I I just find again I just find it funny when um when it's bell saying this there's all this sympathy and understanding and empathy but when it was jason quartermain on general hospital saying this 
And when it was Chad oh. saying this. Oh, yeah. Y'all. Yeah. acted very differently very to both situations. Very differently. I'm actually seeing quite a few reactions about how some people think it's kind of wrong for Jan to refuse to... You mean Belle? Uh, sorry. Wrong for Belle to refuse to, like, refuse to raise the baby with Sean because she comes from a blended family and her like her parents have raised non-biological children that's a bit of a reach for me only because John and Marlena did not have to raise the children of somebody who of Stefano more than they once. didn't try to raise Stefano's children <laughs> but I I get that point though I I like I can see my counterpoint to that though is I Again, I just find it funny when, or I guess I should say, I just find it funny how Belle is supposed to be the better person, the bigger person, the the more, the, the person with the more, you know, empathy and compassion and humanity. And yet when Jan Spears looked at Claire, she saw Sean's child not the child of the woman that she hated. She didn't try to barbecue Claire till <laughs> everything like went way, way left. Initially, she was, I mean, that's how Charlie got got. Jan was able to look at Belle's child. And see Sean's and, child. And see Sean's child. And see someone she wanted to protect or avenge. It, Belle yeah, it's, it's cannot giving, do the same. Yeah, that is very interesting to me. Yeah, that that's my big issue. This story has never felt like Belle really gives a damn about her husband. At all. But you can hate Jan's guts and you should. And but, it's understandable. But you it's she's never really cared about the shit that Sean has had to go through to deal with this. And that's that's kind of what took me out from the whole rescue. Cause yeah, I I Felt some feelings, some shipper feelings, but again, you didn't you did not care about Sean or what he was going through or try to help him. And, and like now I'm, you care. I'm fine with her, you know, understanding her her limits and what she can and cannot do. And I am fine with her being like, this is a situation I can't put myself in because it's better for her to to bounce now than it yeah. is to like, yeah be resentful towards this child which she already caught herself doing once but like make no mistake that doesn't that that does like that you get it but you doesn't that understanding yeah that understanding doesn't make me feel any more like it doesn't make me feel any any better about Belle than I've been feeling for this entire story arc yeah now maybe maybe it will change over time. Like if she sees Sean trying to raise this child, because that seems to be the direction that we're going in, maybe she'll be drawn to helping him, and and they can kind of reconnect. And maybe it won't be as big of an issue as she's projecting that it will be. Hopefully, Evan will make himself useful and just explode this shit now. I see. I thought he was going to do that this week, and he was about to. Except Sean had to yell for security and change his mind but i'm kind of curious to see where they go from here because like sean is going to be raising this child for the next 
however long and then the child is going to have to be ripped away from him when the truth comes out and like the mother's presumed dead the father's in jail what's going to happen to this baby are we shipping him off to new zealand to be with his cousin david yes let's do that (laughs) do we ever have to talk about him again part of me is like where is this going to go and like to get to see brandon beamer potentially play having to give up a child that he thought was his like that material for him i kind of hope he gets to play that because i think he can be really good at that so i'm kind of curious to see where this goes but do we have anything else to add on this particular story before we move into our last one question do we really think they'll write that yeah that's my thing like they haven't cared about sean i don't see see how they don't i mean because based on spoilers I, I i can see them giving him like a few scenes or whatever i don't see them doing a long drawn out story i don't see them i don't see them doing it long term i see them doing it similar to how Wraith gave up david like he he had scenes in the moment where it was really hard and then he was like fine a couple weeks later Mm -hmm. that's totally what i'm picturing but even still giving brandon the chance to play those scenes however short and brief they are i'm excited to see him kind of get to play that even if it's brief does that make sense yeah yeah because with Jed missing, I don't see Evan staying quiet much longer. I he has, he has no reason to. Honestly, I could technically see Evan trying to kidnap the baby when the prison break happens. On the yeah, second. trying to hopefully, get his son in bounce. Hopefully, he escapes with that baby. Please just go. <laughs> but do we have any other final thoughts on this before we segue into the last thing? I think we're good. But, all right. So our last headline is Sierra and Ben tell their loved ones of their plans to set sail. After a few emotional goodbyes and christening their son, they say farewell to Salem. Does anybody have anything else to say before I start this off? Because I'm probably the only one who's going to have anything nice to say. (laughs) I mean, like, for me, it was kind of weird. It did feel very disjointed. Yeah, and it felt like, it it felt very strange for them to be like a non-factor in their goodbye episode yeah yeah that was very weird the pate like that and that's why i'm dragging the editing later because for her it took her 37 minutes yeah like she didn't show up until the end like uh, it was it was very weird it was very weird and so i feel like and maybe i'm being delusional maybe i'm being delusional here but i feel like that means that their actual like proper goodbye is going to be on beyond salem no, I don't think you're delusional. I think I think you might be right because it felt that their whole like every everything was kind of filmed out of order and disjointed, and you could kind of feel that just the way it was all sort of thrown together. And the moments like Sierra had with Doug and Julie, and the moment Sierra had with Victor, and the moment Sierra had on the pier, they were all good moments, but it just felt very disjointed and disconnected and like there were behind the scenes things like maybe production issues or whatever that prevented them from being able to do what they wanted to do and they kind of got dealt a crappy hand that's what it felt like to me it did come across really rushed i was shocked about it because we jumped from ben and clyde to the christening to them saying goodbyes and like they spent more time with ben and clyde now Scenes were definitely cut because she the entire time that Ben was with Clyde before we saw her with Victor, she was supposed to be in the square with Rafe. There was a spoiler picture of her with the stroller and Rafe in the square by the by the bench with Tom and Alice's picture. But we never got to see any of those scenes. So all of those scenes got cut. 
I I don't have much to say about that except that it was very rushed. Like yeah, I it it didn't feel like an exit. But personally, will... I'm not mad at it. I will say though, the only sin adjacent scene I actually liked was Sierra and Victor's goodbye because oh, that was. Yeah. That yeah. was really like sweet. That and it, that hit me in my feels specifically because that could very well be the last time that yeah. she ever gets to work with, with John Aniston. And I kind of got the same feels with, with um, the Doug and Julie scenes too because, yeah. you know, John and Bill are up there. Yeah. So yeah. depending if and when she ever comes back, they may not be there. And when and switching over to the Doug Julie thing, when when Bill Hayes, um, I don't know if you caught it, but at the very end of the scene, when she went to hug them and say goodbye, he said, "I love you" in Polish, and that yeah. was an ad, and that was an ad lib from Bill. Yeah, I oh. figured that um, it was <clears throat> his his doing rather than it being scripted, and it was nice. Yeah, that yeah, she was like, because even um, Victoria had commented on Instagram, she was like, I was complete like I was completely shocked by that and it was I it, like and you could kind of see it that she wasn't expecting it and that moment just kind of like got me and then I just started thinking like the Horton Christmas this year is gonna be really sad mm-hmm. Abigail dead Lonnie in prison Eli going Sierra and Ben on a boat uh who else JJ ain't coming back home <laughs> Lucas is drunk and losing his mind he probably won't be there either Will ain't coming back. Sean? Uh, he's going to be the only one. Sean <laughs> <laughs> and Carbon Jewels. <laughs> like, it's going to be, and, and we know they have the Horton Christmas with the ornament hanging because we saw Bill and Susan on that set. It also looks like there's going to be some sort of, uh, they're going to be doing, I guess they're going to be singing the montage song for the holiday because there was also something on Instagram with Bill and Susan doing like a voiceover work and it looked like it might have been like a Christmas song or something. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's gonna be very sad because there the are only not that many horses left. Yeah, the only ones we know who will be there are Su- Carver and Jules. Yeah, Carmen Jules, Doug and Julie. So far, but I'm I'm honestly curious to see how it's gonna be this year. Yeah, me too. It might be more. De- it might be more depressing than the ones we had when the Salem serial killer was happening, and that's saying something. Shit, I don't even remember that one. Well, the only reason I do is because that was when Jennifer found out she was pregnant. She found out she was pregnant with JJ on Christmas. Oh, that's right. Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see. I think there will be a few more characters there, and also like this is what is five months away from now, so things might have resolved for some characters, like the whole Abby thing. Yeah, but as as the one thing I will say, as rushed as it was and as poorly executed as the exit was i'm very happy that this was their exit that they're happy together on a boat sailing around the world like that as their fan like that just seems like a perfect ending to a perfect four-year journey for me i just wish it was executed a little bit better and having said that unless anybody else has anything else to add i think we can move on into uh, in other news I think we can move on. All right. So in other news, we have Marlena and EJ discussing Belle. 
Belle and Chloe discussing EJ. Chloe tries to get Nancy to leave Clyde. Leo learns of Gwen's escape the night Abigail died and Jake and Ava, ex- uh, yep, Jake and Ava exist. <laughs> You're so shady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the hell did they do on Friday? They literally just laid there. <laughs> they were cute. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so okay. Nick, why don't you get why don't you get the first pick? I mean, I would pick them, but they didn't have anything to do. I'm picking <laughs> Chloe tries to get Nancy to leave Clyde because don't mind damn it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mine too. Yeah, we can all tag along. <laughs> Chloe was dragging her brother for Phil. She was like, Mom, he just got arrested for murder. He was <laughs> she was like, he got arrested for the bracelet. Because it was stolen when she was murdered. <laughs> I'm glad Chloe finally had the sense to try to talk some sense into Nancy because she's she was on Leo's case for a while, and I was like, you, she gotta be like dragging Clyde and being like trying to warn her mom. And but she is; she's keeping the same energy. Yeah, think, it I took a while. Started, when it first started, she was just like, "This isn't gonna end well." it's probably going to end quickly. So I'm just going to like, she, you could tell she didn't ha- really have energy for Clyde, but yeah, she was like, it is what it is. It's probably going to not going to last the same way Leo and Craig didn't last. But now she's like, Hey ma'am, wake up. <laughs> this is, this is going to get bad really quickly. You need to get away from him now. Especially. And she hasn't even, she doesn't even know about the fact that, um, cause the one thing we didn't discuss with the Sierra and Ben thing is that their plan for having to deal to get out from under Ben needing to supervise Clyde is to move him into the pub. And if Roman doesn't agree to have him living in the pub, then Nancy's going to take responsibility for him. And I want to see Chloe's head pop off. Roman better say no. There's right. no way he would have been like, yeah, okay, welcome. Just that We, door, did, we that didn't think he would offer him a job either, so. He yeah. shouldn't have. But yeah. My thing, okay. Nancy is entirely too old to be Uh, acting like this much of a bird. mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) He's not wrong. I said said it and I meant it. Are you not embarrassed? (laughs) This is very embarrassing. (laughs) What in the prison wives is going on (laughs) over there? Like, you are doing all of this over pedophile prison dick. Stand up. That's the title. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait. (laughs) I was going to say stand up, but that could work too. I don't think we could actually say that. (laughs) All of you. You are are a whole pterodactyl right now. You're a grandma. Like, This is embarrassing. So bad. This this is some this is some mess that you expect someone like Chanel's age or Allie's age to get caught up in. I mean, you have a whole child (laughs) who's old enough in medical. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And not to mention, like. And not to mention, Nancy is not some innocent little flower. Like, she is known to be a schemer. She should be able to clock bullshit a mile away. This kind of reminds me of <laughs> how um, Sierra used to be. And at, at one point, even um, Sarah 
started to use like excuses but like how old is nancy 60 like this is this is just no (laughs) are you not embarrassed (laughs) (laughs) that was the the first thing that popped into my head when dylan said it It's cringe. It's very cringe. It's so oh no, like, no. I wanted Chloe's family back on the show, but I changed my mind. Just give me Joy, and that's it. I don't need her parents. I don't. <laughs> I don't need nothing else. Just give me Chloe and Joy. Yeah. You- let Clyde and Nancy not Clyde shit. Let Craig and Nancy stay. Well, Clyde can die, but let Craig and Nancy stay wherever they at in New York. Hey, Go Greg. back to New York. I don't give me. Just give me Joy. Bring back Joy. It's- my mother would never. <laughs> all right, so oh <laughs> all three of you are picking the same thing. I will go ahead and pick Belle and Chloe discussing EJ. I need more of their friendship. Um, yeah, I do too. I like we those don't, scenes. I loved those scenes. We don't get nearly enough of it. And I love that Chloe was like, well, um, I, he's, she, I love that Chloe was basically like, you realize you're basically choosing violence with this and you're choosing to make your life a living hell. <laughs> and like, she's basically like, I love you, I support you, but this is a mistake, ma'am. And I, I kind of feel like Belle is regretting what they did, her and EJ. Yeah. She should. I feel cause... like it's not going to, I feel like Belle's not going to realize just how poor of a decision she made until EJ EJ's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if EJ EJ if EJ EJ's by putting Clyde in the ground, I wouldn't. Hey, I wouldn't hate. Do I was gonna be like, A, thank you, but B, that's gonna be because at this point they're gearing up for something here, and I don't know what because it feels like they've already laid the groundwork for Bell to have an issue whenever EJ decides to EJ because she keeps trying to steer him in the morally correct pathway and that's just not how EJ DeMera has ever rolled um and then they're also setting they're also setting up well I guess now that it's public knowledge what Clyde supposedly did to EJ and I say supposedly because he hasn't fully admitted it to the public yet um that the whole Clyde doing something to Nancy and then Chloe finding out that Belle knew what happened with Clyde and EJ and not saying anything. That angle seems to have apparently been squashed because EJ has now confessed everything. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I just need more Chloe and Belle. And can we throw Brady and Belle in the mix, please? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's nice when you see people having like conversations that make sense for the characters with people outside of their pairing. Yeah. yeah, and I even I even enjoyed the Marlena EJ conversation because Marlena, like she was civil and she was you know, but she still said things in a tone that a let you know that she was one hundred percent not okay with EJ and Bell doing whatever the hell they're doing, and the glare she was giving him all throughout their scenes was giving me life. She she tolerates him at best, yeah, and I I appreciate that energy. <laughs> yeah, as she should because Elvis yeah. has. Raised a lot of hell down on her family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, and even if you exclude what his father's done, EJ himself has done so much dirt when it comes to the Brady's. And the, EJ and the shot Boston John. And the yep. Blacks, yeah. 
So for that alone, she's not going to fuck with him. Then you add in everything else. Shot John, rape Sammy, kidnap Sydney, let, Sam, let Sammy think she was dead. It was, he. he's done a lot. So. Yeah. So for Marlena to never, you know, to, for Marlena to barely fuck with him is completely the right energy and the right move. Yeah. Um, oh, we didn't talk about them because they didn't do anything, but give Jake and Ava a story. This is ridiculous. Yeah. It's weird because I, I could actually like them if they made an effort. I said it. They're sexy. They're sexy as shit. I just, uh, they, there's no they, story. There's no story. It's literally like y'all have episode guarantees you need to air. So here you go. Please That's do basic. something with Tamara Braun because I never need to see Kim on General Hospital again. Ever. Ever. Please. Please. So I'm, ho- I'm hoping we like things pick up more with them. And we actually get interesting story because I'm assuming like after Beyond Salem, things with with things are going to pick back up with Ava, Jack, Shin, uh, Jake, not Jack, Ava, Jake, um, Shin and Gabby. We're going to head back over there. Uh. <laughs> I just don't want it to be like a foregone conclusion that we're about to go back to Jake and Gabby. Like make it interesting at least. Yeah. Does Ron know how to do that? <laughs> not with not with human not with hum, not with grounded human emotions. No, he rarely I does. You, I, I would say yeah. not with humans. Dogs before, so yeah, we, 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 he did what? No, yeah. let's not let's not he put that out. Nothing. <laughs> Keep going. Next, I'll, I'll send you the I'll send you the clip after we record, all right, so you all can right. see what I was talking about. But um, yeah, it's gonna, hopefully they go somewhere good, and hopefully, like it, it's not like paint by numbers obvious where we're going back to. But I need it, especially now that Trip isn't in town anymore. Her leash has left. Unleash her vixen be <laughs> I mean she was staying <laughs> oh lord but you're not wrong I was thinking that too <laughs> sorry <laughs> you were thinking it I just said it you, you know you should just say these things because if you don't say it I will yeah, send her back to the mob. Trip's gone. Jake can go with her to the mob. That'll be exactly. Fun. And they can start trying to like. They can start trying. Oh, I mean, Demara money hasn't always been clean, but they could try to run money through the mob through Demara Enterprises. Or like, just let them take over the dirty, uh, the underworld, because Victor's out. He does some connections, but he doesn't do much, and. They were determined to make Demare Enterprises legitimate. I don't know why, but they're they're out. So they need a new crime element. Let it be Ava and Jake. Yeah, I'd be very curious to see them do that. But on that note, um, shall we move into praise or shade? Yes, we shall. All righty. So Dylan, why don't you kick us off? Are we praising or shading this week? Believe it or not, I am going to be praising and this is literally like one of the very, 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 very few bite spots for me. And it's Heather Lindell's performances. I think that she is 
a really great comedic actress who always understands the assignment. And regardless of how I have felt about this story, she has shown up every day for work and she's been brilliant at it. I enjoyed what she did. I am happy that we got to see her talent and I wish her well um, and that we have a very long extended break <laughs> from all and things chance beers. And she said something on Twitter because uh, so puppet given her performance of the week and she commented like with with Jan's time in Salem over, it was nice to get this um, recognition. So it almost sounds like this was a door closed for her too, at least for a while. Yeah, and like she did, of all the things that were wrong with the story, her performance was never one of them. Exactly. Like I just, I do want to give credit where credit is due. And I mean, we're supposed to me the most because I enjoyed her so much. She's such a strong actress. Yeah, and she... Because imagine how bad this could have been in a lesser if she wasn't as good as she is. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine way worse. Imagine if we had like (laughs) August. (laughs) If we had the first Jan header. Oh, I was okay. See, again, I was gonna say it, but I opted not to be that shady. (laughs) So thank you for picking up the slack there. This is you remember the first Jan. I didn't think she was bad. She wasn't bad per se. She was good for the high school. Right. She, she was good at scheming and then they tried to like make her as you like to say Dylan like the cheese has split off the cracker completely crazy and it didn't quite land for me Heather Lindell excelled at that Heather Lauren Olsen fell a little short yeah Heather's she's, she's amazing she's, she is all right what about you praise or shade I'm gonna shade Ronald McDonald Carlovati. <laughs> you need to get I, that's what I'm calling him. He you need to get thicker skin because oh my god, fuck you. First off, you're out there tweeting bullshit and then deleting. And when you get called on your lack of writing and someone responds, you delete and block. If you don't want to catch heat, don't don't be out there tweeting bullshit because you're going to get dragged. Stop tweeting. I'm, I'm just tired of this antic, antics on Twitter and then uh, laying blame on other people, like having excuses, terrible writing on screen. Just stop. I'm tired. I'm so exhausted. And if you're going to be out there and just being the way you are get thicker skin because oh my god i can i cannot stand him anymore fuck him and i say it and i mean it and that's my shade relatable (laughs) (laughs) all right nick what about you what are you praising or shading this week yeah i know how i feel about the show but i'm so i'm gonna praise um billy flynn and dan f I'm not going to butcher your name, (laughs) but (laughs) those scenes in the police station were so good. And I said, I spoke about Billy Flynn earlier, but even Dan's performance, you could tell EJ realized he fucked up. The look on his face. And he felt so guilty about possibly being the reason that Abigail is dead because he feels like he possibly could have prevented it. 
I really like, aside from the stuff with Bell, I really enjoy the way Dan has softened EJ. Because I don't remember EJ feeling much guilt during He Jay never Scott's. did. <laughs> so, like, this is, it's interesting to watch because EJ can still be that towering figure where he's ruthless, but every once in a while, you see a very human side of him. And it was so compelling to watch because as that is screaming at him. You can tell he Those has words no, are cutting him like a knife. Yeah, he ha- he has no rebuttal. He he knows he fucked up and he feels terribly about it. And it was I I I I like seeing them go at each other. Like Chad and EJ need to be cordial on Christmas. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But like keep them at each other's throats because it works. And and it works well with these specific actors. Like Billy Flynn playing angry, ragey Chad is cool with me. He doesn't need to yell as much, but I enjoy seeing him play with these emotions more than I enjoy seeing him sad and crying. So I'm enjoying this. I cannot wait to see what the DeMera brothers do next to each other. (laughs) And I will say this seems like a fair fight with this Chad and this EJ. Like with James in the role, it always felt like EJ could squash his opponents like a buck. Yeah. This this feels more evenly yoked, if that makes sense. And I, I genuinely think it's because of the work they've done with EJ as a character. Yeah. EJ EJ has never been this soft or emotional. He's got layers now that he never really did before. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's my praise. Well, I am shading. And I am shading the fuck out of the editing on this show because it is hot, steaming horseshit. Because there is zero excuse why when it is a character's last day on the show, you would cut any of her scenes, let alone 20 minutes worth. It is inexcusable how we can get round 703 of Gwen and Leo having the same fucking conversation yet again but sierra doesn't show up on screen until 37 minutes later the choices on what gets cut when things run long will continue to baffle me because i do not and will not ever understand why a character's final goodbye with certain characters gets cut to smithereens or the chance to give a character point of view on a story where he's gotten next to nothing gets cut to smithereens but we can see the same fucking scenes 700 times over i do not get it i will never get it please fix it for the love of jesus and i am done and does anybody else have (laughs) sorry i just been holding that in all week and it's been pissing me off understandable this yeah. show's editing has been a mess for a long time yeah now. yep God. i feel like everybody's gotten done dirty by editing at least once yep yeah yeah <laughs> i can't think of one Ilani scene right now me too oh let's not bring that back up again please <laughs> no, 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 i'm just saying but it's not often that yeah it's, it's it's a it's an across the board issue yeah and and the thing is like and it's and unfortunately it's not even on ron because he writes it yeah that's not on ron he writes it they film it and then they just decide that it gets cut for time and since we love to 
name names and shame the devil on this podcast, at least I do, I'm going to say it. <laughs> Fuck Fran Myers, the script editor, who looks at scenes and decides in the script that should the episode run long, these scenes can disappear. And thank God we have the ed- we have the YouTube channel now uploading cutting room floor scenes. So we should eventually get to see what we missed in about two weeks time. But the episode should still contain the scenes themselves and the fact that they didn't will forever make me mad. Understandable. Does anybody else have any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Fire on. I concur. <laughs> And on that not so lovely note, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying I'm tired. Release his job. (laughs) (laughs) Release release me from this. (laughs) No, but uh, I still love Bays, but fire on. And that's all I have to say. And on on that note this has been another edition of septic salem style we'll catch y'all next week bye everybody bye bye y'all